the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Don't change me out. Don't change a thing. I've said it from day one, um, we actually don't look at it as pressure. We look at it as a privilege that so many people believe in this team. Um, and we feel the support, we feel we filled with energy every time we, you know, whether it's arriving at the hotel, coming to an airport, going to a stadium or, or when we play doing games. Um, it's amazing to see how many people support and believe in this team. And in that sense, we look at more as, as fuel and energy than pressure that, that you know, we don't, we don't look at it heavy, we look at it as we get carried from underneath and built up and, and feel the belief in us. We don't feel that rivalry that much. The main thing is that there's a lot of rivalry in rugby and cricket, that's mainly, and well, last week in netball. Um, so it, we just know it's a very competitive, going to be a very competitive game. I mean, yeah, obviously there's a massive rivalry um, between Australia and England, um, I mean, with sports all over the place, and that's obviously not going to be no different. At the same time, we've got a lot of rivalries in football with Brazil, USA, New Zealand. So it's going to be another, just another game. And like Tony said, we're trying to focus on one game at a time um, and really focus on ourselves and our own game plan rather than getting caught up in a rivalry. For me, rivalry is a big thing, but you can have it with any opponent. You know, they're here to beat us, we're here to beat them. Um, but ultimately, it's a game of football and we want to execute and play the, the best game. We want it to be a brilliant game for people to watch and ultimately we're here to win. I mean, being knocked out by anyone is... It's kind of unthinkable. I think, yeah, we would. there's probably a lot of English people that would love to see us knocked out by England, but I think there's more Australians that would love to see England knocked out by us. So um, in terms of the rivalry, again, we have such big rivalry, rivalries with so many different countries. So um, it's just another game for us. Um, obviously, England are such a top team, like Tony's been talking about, but um, we've been taking one game at a time and it seems to be working for us so far. So that will be the same. So there you go, uh, Mackenzie Arnold, also the captain of the England team, Leah Wilkinson, and also the respective head coaches, Tony Gustafsson and Serena Vigman. Uh, head of what promises to be a huge night tonight. Kickoff is now under one hour away, and skipper Sam Kerr will start in a first game of the World Cup. Uh, a couple of changes uh, to the Australian lineup with Sam Kerr coming in. Alana Kennedy has been ruled out through illness, and uh, Polkinghorne has come in to replace Kennedy in defence. Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA. Great to have your company on what is could be uh, an incredibly historic evening for this nation of Australia. Uh, we're here for Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023, and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Come and join us on the Temper of Bedshed text machine, 0487 736 736. Between now and when we go to the game, uh, around about a quarter to six, it's a shortened edition of Sports Day because we're bringing you the Matildas in England live and all the SEN stations here in WA or on the app but through SEN Fanatic from around about a quarter to six. So uh, it is the full preview to the Matildas England match, which is the most important thing happening uh, at the moment. And we'll have a cross-section of uh, people that you'll hear and also a few features as well. Later on the program, we'll cross live to the Sydney Football Stadium. Uh, a mate of mine who we've heard on this program quite a few times, 
the inaugural Perth Glory coach and former Socceroo captain Gary Morocchi is at the Sydney Football Stadium. He caught the train out from the Sydney CBD. He'll tell us about the colour, the excitement in the Harbour City ahead of this match that gets underway, as I mentioned, just under an hour's time. And a lot has been said about the incredible selling of merchandise. Uh, There have been photos around Western Australia, around Australia, of empty shelves. Anything that is green and gold and has got the Matildas brand on it has been like wildfire being bought and taken from the shelves as mementos of this special occasion here in Australia. So as we know, the most breaking story of the day for Cobram Estate Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil is the fact that Sam Kerr will start in the starting 11 the first time she will do this uh, in this FIFA Women's World Cup tournament. As we know, in the last two or three games, she's been coming off the bench. She didn't get a run in the first uh, game where she was on the bench against Canada when they won by four goals to nil. But in the uh, other two games after that, she's come off the bench at certain times. And as we mentioned, Matilda's name, they're starting 11 to face England. And uh, we will bring that to you in a matter of time. Uh, I'd like to get your predictions for tonight. Give us a scoreline. See how close you are. Will it uh, be decided in the 90 minutes? Will it be decided after extra time? Will it go to the nerve-wracking penalties again? How do you see it going? Uh, let's get a bit of a uh, straw poll on how you're thinking. Uh, that is Australia or England tonight. I know we've got a lot of English people, a lot of uh, expats that certainly will be uh, supporting the Lionesses tonight. Coram Estate, we're bringing you the uh, breaking story of the day. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed here in northern Victoria. Let's have a listen to the sounds of the World Cup. Uh, There has been an enormous amount of people that have gone to fan sites, that have gone and celebrated with friends and family at various places around Australia. I thought I'd put together just a little snapshot of the euphoria that has gained momentum in recent weeks and no doubt will come to a head tonight at uh, Stadium Australia. These are the sounds of the World Cup.
Just a bit of the mood uh, and how people have been celebrating what they've seen and experienced so far with the Matildas. On SEN, Archie Thompson, the former Socceroo who's now involved in the media, uh, gave his thoughts about the Matildas and how excited he is uh, about the Matildas ahead of tonight's match against England pretty special but I feel like off the back end of the Men's World Cup there was so much excitement from that it just seems that when our national teams play especially in World Cups it just reinvigorates the kind of sport and you know anyone I guess that's a sport fan and when it's such a big event they all seem to just glue their eyes to it but I guess that the women's game because it's happening here in Australia and the women are doing amazingly and I, I already I said this not so long ago that um, if anyone's going to be close to winning a World Cup in our sport it's got to be the girls and they're certainly close to it but uh, mate, we're, we're, we're a sleeping giant we're still number one participated sport at grassroots level here in Australia um, you know unfortunately we probably don't get the funding as, as many other sports do and so you can't take it to the next level um, at a certain age when they sort of want to go and expand and, and do other sports. But, mate, yeah, look, for me, I'm, I'm being, being, pretty, being pretty blessed with, uh, you know, my time in football because uh, especially when the A-League started and Melbourne Victory was uh, just starting, our ticket was the hottest in town for so <laughs> many years to go watch a game. And you could see why because of, uh, you know, the atmosphere that it, that it brings that you don't get in other sports. So, mate, I'm just proud of the girls of, of what they're doing. I, I mean, besides this debate, I, I think they've just been incredible. And for women's sport. Oh, brother, we win. We would smash them. <laughs> we, we, we do a number on them like we did with the Ashes. It's just, <laughs> just how, it's, just how it's going to be. I, I, but, you know, look, whatever the result, the, the girls have done us proud, and I, I'm still, I, I still feel like they've got enough to, to win. That's Archie Thompson. His thoughts on the Matildas, the former Socceroo. And also Craig Foster was featured on the run home with Hazen Mardo a couple of hours ago. As we know, Craig Foster, also a very learned gentleman, uh, has been uh, born and bred in the round ball game in football, has played at the highest level with the Socceroos and now a very respected commentator. This is what he thought about the Tilly's chances tonight. We always knew if we had a World Cup at home that it was going to be something very special, completely unique. And we knew that Australia was going to go nuts and, and you know take the team to heart. But the fact that it's the Matildas, that it's right now, that they're so brilliant, so ready, it's a fantastic generation. The way they've built through this tournament, faced you know so many moments of pressure with incredible courage. All of those things have just added into the mix for even you know, long-time football lovers and fans to be saying, wow, this is incredibly special. People keep texting me and saying, mate, this is so great, and I just send them one word back, heaven, <laughs> full stop. <laughs> in my view, if, we, if this was in France like four years ago um, and only had three days after a game of that magnitude, you know, I'd, be, I'd be concerned, particularly given that England, the opponent, um, you know, didn't have, they only had 90 minutes, mm. the second 45 you know, wasn't that intense. So that's an advantage to them. They are slightly under strength as well, as, uh, although which balances it out. Like Lauren James is by far away their best creative player and she's still suspended, right? So that's great for Australia. Um, but there's no question that they're coming in. Um, you know, they're not going to have the energy that they had prior to the France game. They had plenty of uh, rest. However, given that they're at home and that they feel the love of the nation and they clearly are, are so, they, they're just... I'm thriving under that because they never had it before. You know, they know what the generations before came through. They, you know, they, they were injured. You know, they're having hip and knee replacements now. You know, they weren't paid a dollar. You know, they, they couldn't have a career off the field. You know, they couldn't study off the field. 
And so these these girls today, they actually genuinely understand the legacy that they're carrying. Uh, and they've got the home crowd. Uh, and, you know, they know that they've got 80,000 people in the stadium and 26 million people around the country by their televisions tonight. Uh, I think that's enough to get them through. They are going to absolutely run through walls if necessary. You saw that against France, and uh, I don't think there's any way you're going to stop this Australian team tonight. Uh, exciting stuff uh, from Craig Foster. Before that, Andy Harper. And just repeating, Sam Kerr will start in the starting 11 for the Matildas tonight in their must-win uh, semi-final. It's do or die tonight, as it has been since the round of 16, uh, the knockout games. And this one is pivotal because you win this one and you take on Spain in the FIFA Women's World Cup final. Final on Sunday which gets underway at 6 o'clock Western Standard Time. Before we hear from our very first special guest about the absolute charge for people, it's almost become like a Boxing Day sale when the doors open. People have been charging in to get their piece of merchandise to do with the Matildas. We're going to speak to one of the uh, sports retailers, one of the major sports retailers here in Perth to get just a feel of just how manic it has been. Uh, Kate Gill was featured on uh, the Brecky show this morning with Scotty and Goss. Now, Kate made her debut for the Australian Matildas in 2004 and uh, she played well over 100 matches and captained the nation as well and also was a very good goal scorer. One of the real star Matildas of the past was Kate Gill and this is what she had to say this morning. All I have to say is that it's um, hugely important that this momentum continues. I mean, we've seen how great the Matildas is. We've known how great women's football is for some time, but it's so pleasing to see that the Australian public are really getting behind it. And it's not just those that have followed the women's game for a long time, but I think everyone's really embracing the success of this team, but is also resonating with this team and what they stand for. It's the mentality, and that's what it's always been about, being a Matilda, you know, this, this coins never say die attitude. It's always to, to go out there and work as hard as you can, and you might not get the result, but just to be proud of the performance. I think if you asked... The layman who knew nothing about the Matildas, they would attach themselves to Sam Kerr, Matildas, Sam Kerr, Matildas. Isn't it great? Yes, she's having an impact now, but isn't it great that it's allowed others and who who are world-class in their own to step up and grab a piece of the headline pie? Yeah, it clearly does, and I don't think we should take any way anything away from Sam. She's really transformed the um, the brand of the Matildas and also put that team on the map just on her individual successes. But, you know, everyone knows who Caitlin Ford is, Mary mm-hmm. Fowler is, Katrina Gorey is. Look, I could rattle off the whole 23 because they are superstars in their own right. But mm. for them to be given this platform and to be performing the way they're performing in their own country... I feel like a lot of Australians have just really resonated with them as, as players, but both as people as well. You know, they're, they're such hardworking, genuine um, individuals and just fantastic people in their own right. Obviously, everyone wants to see Sam in this competition. The competition needs Sam to be playing, um, but I actually don't know if she does start. Mm. I think she got probably extra minutes than they probably would have liked the other night. I don't think it was the intent for her to end up playing 65 minutes. It was probably more... You know, let, let's give her 30 and see how she goes. And she she looked good and looked comfortable, but she doesn't look like the Sam Kerr we're used to either. So I'm not sure if, if she does start. I think we've got a team that's performing really well and they're really cohesive as they are at the moment. But 
if Sam gets on the field, you know that's a massive impact player that you're coming on that, that could change the outcome of the game. So there you go. That's uh, Kate Gill. That was on the breakfast program this morning with Scotty and Goss. As we know, things have certainly changed somewhat from this morning's uh, news. Kate Gill thought that Sam would probably start off the bench. Well, if you haven't heard the news, she will be starting in the 11 tonight for this match against England. Five, uh, this is the preview and the build-up to the Matildas versus England match. Interesting, uh, Anthony Albanese, the Prime Minister of Australia, uh, spoke this morning on SEN in Sydney about the big match uh, tonight. This is what he had to say. It will indeed be a very, very big night. Uh, this is a sporting team that has captured the imagination of the entire country. The other night at the quarterfinal, the roar has been measured as being louder, louder than ever recorded at uh, the Old Lang Park, we can still call it, I think more than any state of origin game or any of those great finishes that have happened, it was louder. And the big thing with Albo is saying uh, public holiday. And he said today, we'll just leave it to the individual state and territories. I know New South Wales will have a public holiday if the Matildas win. Uh, Very shortly, we'll be going live to Sydney to speak to Gary Morocchi. He's outside Stadium Australia. He's going to fill us in with everything that's transpiring. As I mentioned, a shortened version of uh, Sports Day because just after the quarter hour to the top of the hour, We'll be bringing you uh, the full preview, the national anthems and all the build-up to the 6 o'clock kickoff. But I thought I'd put together to get you really into the mood, and there's nothing like getting into the mood with a bit of music, okay? And we all love our Australian musical anthems, and everybody loves singing certain songs when it comes to Australia at these sort of events. So the next couple of minutes, have a listen to these.
to the movies some great uh, Australian music, nothing like it, when we are so proud and passionate about anything to do with Australia. And at the moment, the focus is the Matildas. Andy Harper is a very passionate man. Uh, I had him on the program earlier in the week. Uh, He's been one that's been fighting the fight as a player, as an administrator, as a broadcaster, as an author about when this game would arrive. And this is what he had to say. Uh, a lot of us, and you and I work very closely with the late Johnny Warren, who probably infected us with this belief that Australia, given the chance, would respond to something like this. Um, and as the Women's World Cup came into sharper view and, and in anticipation I'd be doing radio interviews, etc., people would put this to me. And I said, mate, I think... What we're going to find, particularly if the Matildas get on a run, is how much we've underestimated them. And I hate to sound like a smart ass or blow smoke, smoke up that same orifice, but um, I think that's bearing out. I, I, I think this has caught people short in a fantastic way, in some senses. Uh, and so, yes, it was predictable. And let me just be a little bit provocative here, please. The sport's closer to home for you. Um, I think history is already recording that the AFL could see this happening as well, which is why over many, many years they've run such obstruction uh, to football getting this sort of foothold. But that's for another discussion. This is quite phenomenal what's going on, and it's just brilliant. It's been a great tournament. And let me, let, just by testimony, right, I was at the Sydney Olympic Stadium on Saturday night for the quarterfinal, England versus Colombia. Um, it was a great game. 75,000 people. 75,000 people to watch a women's game of sport that didn't feature any Australians. Mm. That tells you something. What that tells me is that, A, the tournament itself has actually been hugely successful. The Matildas' performance has fertilised that, obviously. So the Aussies have caught our attention and then people have looked sideways at these games and thought, this is a lot of bloody fun, right? This is actually great sport. And they've had sold-out games for non-Australian Matildas participation throughout the place. I think that tells you a story. Uh, The Matildas obviously have got the common touch. This group of girls have slowly been building this story for the last eight, nine years. And in the lead-up to this World Cup over the last couple of cycles, you know, you watch them in home games... Uh, and after the match, you know, they, they assiduously spend 40, 45 minutes circling the ground, signing autograph for kids. That's been building a groundswell. So they have the common touch as well. Uh, but I think inescapably, even for people who haven't interacted directly with soccer before, Australians know a Soccer World Cup is the real deal. They know it's the real deal. There is no... There's no squibbing it. There is no, well, this is a World Cup for a certain sport, say, that's only got six competing nations. Uh, Or that's not a World Cup where really only four countries can win it. Australians know, despite their allegiances historically and passion for other games, which is completely legitimate, in the belly of their soul, they also know that when our men's and women's teams go onto the world stage, they are seriously taking on the world. And I think that has really galvanised people on top of all those other things, a great tournament, the common touch of the Matildas, having a couple of high-profile players, all this has played into it. 
but I don't think it should be underestimated how aware Australians are about the significance of this game globally and thereby and therefore what the Matildas are currently achieving in it. Andy Harper there, and just repeating for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Two changes for the Matildas. Uh, Sam Kerr is in, Alana Kennedy is out, and of course Van Egmont and also uh, is out to replace, so to be replaced by Sam Kerr, and Polkinghorne has come in for Alana Kennedy, who's out with illness. Gary Maraki joins us next.